Welcome to Realms of Peril and Glory, an all-new actual play podcast. There are guided tours once a week. Come on, Dorbretton. How about you, you filthy timepiece? <laughs> RPG is home to hilarious stories. The thing that kicks off a really good tale is... Uh... When they take their tops off. Sorry? When you're reading, like... Don't worry, don't worry. And thrilling adventures. There's bad guys, there's an ogre. Probably best if you stay here. Sorry, I'll be back soon. Why am I tied up? That was your sibling, not me. Bye. Each season is an all-new actual play story told collaboratively at the table. Featuring guest players from the Magnus Archives. I remember being in the water, and that was awful. And now I'm not in the water, and that's much better. Wooden overcoats. I am a snowman. I have one job and that is to stand in place. I was doing that very well. Yes, and she might come back nine times more powerful with lots of food and kippers. We fix space junk. On the surface, you might look different, but you're very, very similar inside. And I can vouch for that. And more. What I am about to tell you stays in this room. Got it? Don't have nowhere. There's like secret plans about meat and smoothies. Ducks? Did you say ducks? Did you say ducks? Sorry, did you say duck? You can find Realms of Peril and Glory wherever you listen to podcasts. We're going to have a good laugh. Then we're going to possibly cry. And then we'll, we'll grab dinner. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely role players, where theatrical people play role-playing games. My name's Matt Boothman, and I'm your compare for this backstage episode from the current Main House production. I am joined by the cast of that production. Let's remind ourselves who they are. Hi, my name is Vicky, and I play Renko the Flake. I'm Strat, I play Briar the Monstrous. Hi, I'm Chris Darkey, and I play Cameron the Wronged. I'm, I'm Helen Stratton, I play Melody the... Constructed. And we've completed another production. Woohoo! Yay! Well done, us! Mm-hmm. And you know what that means? Admin! <laughs> XP! Uh, yeah, the two things we're most excited about. <laughs> it is time to ask ourselves some end of session questions and hopefully gain some experience for doing it. Because actually, uh, we had some low rolls early in that adventure, but there wasn't, weren't too many ex- no. experience points gained from rolling low this time. Nope. Nope. So, question number one. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. Yes. We did, I believe. Yes. Uh, The sort of goal was make sure the hunt does not happen at this particular time. The hunt is not completely destroyed, but you definitely put it off for the time being, which was the goal. So uh, that's one yes. Did we save somebody from certain death or worse? Yes. Yes. At least two people. (laughs) And the nymph. Oh, and Mrs. McGrew. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, a couple of hunters. 
uh, Briar and Melody. Plus, yes, Mrs. McGrew was going to get marked. And, I mean, also was about to burn up as yeah, well. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Uh, if not for Renko's quick thinking. And the nymph that I've yeah. marked. Mm. Brooke, yeah. yep, would have got hunted as well. And presumably, while you were preparing, the Outrider was probably out there throwing mm. blood all, o- all over oh, yeah, right. Briar's forest friends. And also, yeah. I think... And, and anybody else who was secretly possessed by the fire demon as well. Mm. And I think mm. we technically... I technically saved the centaur from certain death. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ernie. <laughs> I think you probably Maybe. did. So, so basically is... everyone in the game but me and Cam. <laughs> <laughs> I was splattered as well, so I could have been done. Uh, yeah, maybe you could. It was so, just yeah. me that was totally fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is two yeses. Uh, did we learn something new and important about the world of Vigil? Oh boy, didn't what we didn't we learn? Uh-huh. I think so. Revelation upon revelation. Yeah. Did this me. Too much. <laughs> Ghoul Too stuff. Much. We learn about the Sealy Court. Yeah. yeah. The we hunt learn... in, in and of itself. Yeah. 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 Uh, the the Department of Emissions scheme. Real screwing up back yes. then. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Ernie and Cam's mm. relationship. That was a thing that like not all of us knew. Mm. Well, I suppose that wasn't world, right? It's mm. something we learned yeah. about one of the hunters. Yep. Uh great. So that's three yeses. And did we learn anything new and important about any of the hunters? M- yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the confirmation that Ernie was the mm-hmm. cause, mm-hmm. like the, yeah. the chief of the group that released the ghouls. I think that wasn't ever really confirmed. We knew he was involved. We never really knew that he was... Actually responsible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also we sort of learned, we don't have the full details of this yet, but there is like a link between Cameron and this special ghoul as well. And And we also found out, sorry, that uh, Melody was a kleptomaniac. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I was about to mention the treasure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was about to mention the trash. I don't know how important that <laughs> no, is. I think that is new and important. Yeah. You have a hoard of gold somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your right finger discount has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you From churches, specifically. I mean, I loved it. It could be a resource to call upon, couldn't yeah. it? Right. Absolutely. It nearly was. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm content to call that a yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, three to four is the same result anyway. Um, three to four yeses. Everybody mark two experience yes. In. Where does that put everybody? Has anybody Played to level up? Oh, nice. I am one off leveling up. Same. Hmm. Yeah, I've, yeah I've, I've one well. shorts. Cool. So we we have uh, Briar, Melody, and Renko will all advance after the next one XP that they take, and nice. Cam gets to level up. Or take an improvement right now. Yeah. If you know what you're taking, let us know. But if you want time to uh, decide, we're not going to press you. Just don't forget before you play the next game yeah. <laughs> that you're owed. Something. I don't know the other playbooks well enough, so I think I need to look at the other playbooks to find cool. a, a thingy bob. Yeah. Have you already taken two new wronged? No, I've only got one new wronged. Okay, so that's an option, but then yeah. other playbooks are also fun. Yeah, I think there's... There's not much there that I think... Maybe the plus one to kick some ass would be good, mm-hmm. but I've got... I seem to do quite well with plus one anyway, <laughs> so I don't know if I... I don't know. So that, that's possibly tools meta might be it. Mm. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I might just up my my tough by one. Oh, so maybe I'll do that. That sounds quite Yeah. Good. I'm yeah. going to get my, my tough up. Smack people. <laughs> Sweet. So, uh, that's that's our admin and XP out of the way. Let's just... Chat about the session. Yeah. Um, well, first off, Matt, just want to say a big thank you for not only rearranging this session about three times as <laughs> I could do, yeah. uh, but just like planning a whole session really for Cameron to like 
have his moment and it was, it was awesome. So yeah, yeah, yeah really appreciate really that, mate. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I, try, I try to make sure that these sessions have something for everybody that's in them, but obviously I'm leaning more on different people's backstory and some different yeah, ones. Fine. So it was like, I start with who's got stuff in the background that I can bring out. And so, you know, for this one, it was quite cam heavy because it's tied into his backstory, but then think about how will we bring other people into that? So with this enemy that is marking supernatural people, yeah. obviously that's going to give Melody a stake in the adventure. That was great. Uh, yeah, Ernie, that Ernie really has well. a Department of Emissions connection that's going to bring Renko in yeah. and so on. Yeah. yeah, I actually really enjoyed getting to interact with Ernie. Like, mm. being cut off from the agency, it feels like there's a, like it is a nice opportunity to have a connection with somebody who is, who is in it. Because that's a different side of Renko that we don't... Like, I didn't get to play with in playtime. And I'm really pleased we got to lean very heavily on Renko's uh, suspicious mind. Oh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, it felt really good and it felt natural to be like, yeah, she's calling bullshit on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's quite... Because it's quite a challenge to play a, a supporting character who has stuff to hide. Yeah. <laughs> because... The only reason I'm going to put somebody in the story who has something to hide is so that you can find it out at some yes. point. So it's always a challenge to work out how much are they going to give away now. Yeah. You know, I still want to give you enough to work yeah. with. So it's really it's really nice to be able to just say, look you in the eye and say, yeah, you know that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, but it's good for me to be able to then decide what to do with that. And yeah. sometimes I'm like, okay, then in which case I'm going to push that further or sometimes i'm just going to say okay banking that one for later where i can you know either bring that up in some way or yeah they don't have to know that you know no, exactly yeah <laughs> was ernie actually scared of cameron is that why he kept saying don't tell him don't get him involved or was it just was he trying to protect him like especially at the end there what was what's ernie's motivations uh guilt now, right. yeah. and ernie knows that he his involvement in that project got cam's yeah, family right. killed yeah. And, yeah. you know he took cameron under his wing yeah. out of guilt at that yeah true. he doesn't want me to tell you like he'd said don't whatever you do you can't tell cameron the truth so i think that's a yeah him he, not wanting he does yeah he didn't want cam to know that, he's so that it was his yeah. fault yeah. Yeah, right. and also i think a little bit of self-preservation is <laughs> like yes. he knows that you could destroy him if you wanted to like i think he knows you have that in you now mm. yes he knows what he's yeah, he trained he's you just, yeah. yeah he knows exactly what you're capable of yeah yeah, true. yeah he doesn't want you aimed at him and now you, <laughs> and now you are <laughs> Yeah, he better not come round Sheridan anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Gwyn can convince you otherwise. Oh, true. Oh, true. Well, Gwen. exactly. Um, the owl in the bucket moment was oh. incredible. Inspired. Yes. Oh, in the bucket. Really yeah, truly brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, a, a perfect technique for how... Because all I had thought was, this guy is on a horse and he's got a bucket and his head's in the bucket and that's what you've got to get. I hadn't put any thought into how you're going to get the head. I was like... <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna hurt you the whole time that you're trying to get the head. What are you gonna do about it? So diving in the bucket as well. <laughs> get the head first. <laughs> Beautiful work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It felt like great. a really good use of the things that Briar brings to the table. Like yeah. it felt like you were able to use a lot of those different like animal forms to yeah. be able to do yeah, the things you needed yeah. to do. In the first go uh, in Cold Snap, when it was big thing, it was mostly and the ghouls. It was mostly a case of what big scary animal is going to be useful fighting ghouls. But with in this game, it felt more like what smaller mm. animal is going to be useful for doing stuff that's not necessarily fighting. It's nice when, yeah. when uh, like, some elements of a fight, when it's not all just how do I deal harm to the yeah. thing. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> there's some tactical stuff to get sorted out before you can just wail on it. And I think I've enjoyed experimenting, and it, that's kind of partly what Brian learned last time, where it wasn't about being a big thing. It was about like waiting to everyone like, "Hey, I'm a, I'm a sneaky <laughs> Fay. Why am I trying to stand up?" So this was turn stuff to gold, go to be a small animal, and yeah, yeah trying get this place to place your strengths. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Be be more fey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if anyone feels goth enough uh, that the spine whip is available, yeah. if anyone wants that as Currently their gear in now. Mrs. McGrew's position. Yeah. <laughs> it's under the desk. Yeah. She'll maybe keep it, maybe until it can go in. It. I imagine that the Calisterius wing of the library has some yeah. glass cases with like a cabinet of curiosities. Oh, totally. Some so occult so. items. Add that to the catalogue, Cal. <laughs> yeah. um, if I have a wish, it is that I had a moment earlier where I could have spent luck to turn a fail to a success mm-hmm. and I decided not to assuming that I would fail again in the rest <laughs> of episode and I did not um because when I spend luck I get an extra bit of information about conspiracy oh. or, or you can you can decide that something is yeah. part of the conspiracy even I, if it wasn't I can basically before. decide that it is and then yeah Matt has to figure out um, <laughs> so I was quite keen because that was a wish I had in playtime was like oh I was a bit reluctant to use the luck so I was kind of nervous of it yeah. and this time I was like I'm definitely going to use luck if I fail and then I still didn't, yeah. I didn't do it but you still um you tied a load of stuff into wider conspiracies yeah, right, this, yeah. this time yeah yeah it gets bigger and bigger every time Renko's in it. Yes, basically <laughs> I'm like, here's all of some other stuff. Because she's the only one who can figure things out. Yeah, apparently so. You can make those connections with the red string. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> God, you can imagine what a state of her apartment. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Good. Melody did some more smashing. The, I love the it. The tension between Melody's wanting to be nice, and, oh. but being constantly put in these situations where he doesn't, she doesn't have much choice is interesting. I think um, with the Outrider, it's slightly easier for this, like, undead thing that is doling out death sentences Mm -hmm. on beings because they are different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, She's quite happy for that to cease to be. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, she she has a sledgehammer. (laughs) So she can't use it. Things are going to be messy. I'm glad oh. I got to use the streak, though. Oh, oh yeah, it was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'll be interested to see um, next time Melody is in a, a a mystery with any of the people who were in Bad Dog, because I feel like you know they didn't kill the monster; they kind of made a pet of it. And I can imagine <laughs> Melody making friends with the bar guest out in the woods <laughs> and like being quite pleased with those people for taking that approach. Mm. Is that fair? Yeah, Melody yeah. wants to be the, the a better human, doesn't she? And yeah. it's like kindness and all of those. Th- I just really love that. Like that's the mission that Melody has, and then all of her skills and strengths are in sort of in opposition <laughs> to that. But like Melody's so brilliant. first act in that big confrontation was to protect. Mrs. Yeah, Melody. absolutely, really? absolutely. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that's not using thing. violence because it's fun. <laughs> No, it's really Just good. gets the job done. Yeah, I managed to do this entire mystery without using any of my gear. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good going. <laughs> what other gear do you have? Uh, I have a watchman's flashlight, a butterfly knife, and a 9mm. So I do have a gun, I just yeah. choose not to use it as much as possible. What is your t- is, is shooting tough? Is everything just yeah, tough? It would it? be tough. Well, yeah. it depends what you're trying to do. If you're trying to hurt something, then yeah, it's kicks sure. and ass. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you're shooting right. a chandelier down, it might be act under pressure. Right. In which case, I stand a slightly better chance, but pff, yeah. <laughs> it's not really in line with my ethos. Oh, so it was brilliant. Just yeah, we had a good time. Always pleased to play. And it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's really good to, to have to use something other than the axe for yeah. most of the episode. Yeah, chop up that was the quite good. Ah. Like, you'd had to bury it in the ground at the yeah. beginning and then stuff immediately kicked off as soon as you'd managed <laughs> yeah. to separate yourself from it. And I was thinking, oh God, am I, was it me being really sad over the axe that brought the headless <laughs> dude and just uh, splattered my friend with blood? And then he splattered me with the blood. <laughs> that was cruel. I, like, <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. Like the frustration for Cam, you could just feel it all of the time where you're like, I haven't got my bloody axe. <laughs> oh, no, I mean the... The, um, the blood splattering. splattering. Well, I did, oh, I did so fail. Good. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, it was yeah. a great side effect. You didn't yeah. mean to do it that time. That time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you definitely saw a more vindictive side of, mm. of uh, little Briar. Yeah, Briar was... Pissed off, and I think Briar was also quite scared. Mm. He yeah. sort of lashed out, like that. He, they, Briar's spent most of the time, probably as a predator. Not, yeah, and right. the time mm, yeah. as a prey animal doesn't really need to worry. So it was the first time they've actually experienced like the idea that they will be hunted, and they'll know very, very well what that's going to to be like. Yeah. Um, and I feel like in Cold Snap, Briar's like motivation was to protect all of the things that they they exist to protect. Mm. Whereas this was much more selfish because it was like, I need to protect my own mm. being yeah. from being destroyed. So it like motivated you in a different way, which was really interesting. Yeah. It was great to see you do some mischief though. <laughs> yeah, mischief's fun. Yeah. Just be, being a dick for the sake of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. So good. <laughs> um, I don't want to give too much away about the hunt because they're still waiting in the wings. Yeah. Yes. Um, but... Just to say that, like, accepting the invitation and trying to join the hunt and do stuff from the inside w- would have been a legitimate mm, part. Yeah, yeah. I would have been happy for you to do that. So that is one possible way that this could have gone. Yeah. But of course, like, I think it's very in character for everybody to have gone, well, the top priority is make sure our friends don't get hunted. And the quickest and simplest way to do that is to take on this monster. Yeah. yeah. Rather than mess around with, yeah. like internal hunt politics yeah, yeah. i was yeah. very worried as well that if cameron had decided to join the hunt i didn't know if there was some sort of mind mu- yeah <laughs> like you, yeah. you yeah. become the gestalt yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah like you can't help but hunt <laughs> yeah that's what I there wouldn't well. be the choice once you'd opted in like i say i'm not going to give too much away other than that i have written some custom moves for that oh just in case that happens in the future yeah it's cool yeah i think that would be a great like recurring problem because like it was i i felt the pull as renko to be like this issue is not fully dealt with (laughs) this is only going to be an issue down the line and it's like we've just kind of yeah we've dealt with it for the interim but there is going to come a point in the future where we'll have to deal with it again I thoroughly disliked Posh Elfman. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he can get yeah. right in the bin. <laughs> God, he got his hair pulled. I yeah. think we knew even from the invitation that he was going to be an asshole, And then he really did meet our expectations. <laughs> I just want to hunt Wood Fay and, and Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, let me, let me hunt the little creatures. <laughs> it's a yeah. tradition. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, you know that would be his argument if yeah. you pressed him. <laughs> yeah. But we've always done it this way. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't hunted in so long. <laughs> I didn't say, but I've actually left 
one of my hands. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just she needs it for baking. Um, yeah, she does. But uh yeah that's a potential another another answer to that experience question of like things we've learned about the world is that there there are other there are other realms than this Mm. Mm, yes you know we've met the fae that live in the mortal realm in the forest but there are other fae who live in other realms what other realms may there be and can we get into them Mm -hmm. yeah yeah awesome yeah can't wait to hit more monsters with an axe. Yeah, <laughs> now that you've still got it, and it's I magic. Mean, you, you did a lot of axe work in Cold Snap, so it was good to take it away for a bit and see the guns get some yeah. play. I quite, I quite like the little, the little moment when the the, the three ghouls came up to to Ernie and I as we were talking, and it was sort of like straight into patterns, chuck in the thing, go up there, and that sort of yeah. like. Familiar. That was a nice. That was a yeah. nice touch. Mm. You know, we've done, we've practiced this a hundred times. Yeah. 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 Now, the way you approached the ghouls throughout that, in all the situations was really good because you could sense that you do just want to kill them. Chop, chop! Yeah, the tension. But the yeah. things that stopped you seemed like, like every single thing that stopped you seemed like that was absolutely the thing that would have stopped you at that moment. When it happened, I was like, yeah, I don't think anything else would have stopped. Yeah. And it was always pretty much something to do with Ernie. Yeah. <laughs> And you could feel the frustration of you being prevented, like that just building and building in Cam's rage for just, you just want this one result. And yeah, it's still being like, tan- it's still just tantalizingly close and yet not possible. Cam without either Ginny or Gwyn mm. to be his conscience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're all kind of standing there being like, ah, we don't know what to do about this. <laughs> like, ooh. Yeah, especially like Renko, we established this kind of keeping Cam at arm's length anyway. Yeah. Mm. Like, wouldn't be the person that's able to stop that happening. Well, yeah, I had to make a big choice of being like, to stop him from doing something that might both harm himself and do pretty substantial damage to others. I have to put someone else in harm's way, which wouldn't really be a, a choice she would make willingly. But that probably accounts for why she would tip Ernie off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sorry, just the relationship we established at the beginning was that you'd said, "I'm going to keep an eye on him because I think he doesn't know what he's doing." So, yeah. what does Renko believe now? What, what What do you think is her opinion of having seen him now? I think she understands just how dangerous Cam is, both to other people and to himself. So, I think that's really what she's doing: is being like she's tipping Ernie off, not to protect Ernie, but to stop Cam from murdering a human being and getting himself into a lifetime of hurt. Yeah. Right, like. It's a thing he absolutely shouldn't do, even if Ernie kind of deserves it. Like it's like it's it's affecting Cam's soul in a like and in a, a way that's really profound. And, and that's a, very, a thing you'd want to protect him from. Yeah, and it's a very Renko way of doing it. Like yes. you can imagine Gwyn approaching the same issue by going to Cam and saying, "We need to talk about this. You shouldn't kill human beings." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Renko. Approaches the project oblique, uh, the the yeah um, in an oblique way, yeah in an oblique way by tipping off Ernie, so the target yeah. is removed. Yeah, well, I think it's also because she is aware of the fact that her and Cam do not have the relationship for her to be a, like he doesn't trust Renko mm. enough for her to be able to be like I'm telling you this isn't a good idea and therefore you shouldn't do it. Cause Cam's going to be like you can't tell me nothing. I'm going to go and do what I want. <laughs> I felt precisely the same. Yeah, I was like, I, there's no point in me trying to persuade him this fight is his yeah. own with the ghoul and the um and with ernie he's not gonna yeah. listen to me i knew the only way i could persuade him out of it was just by giving him another yeah. incentive like something else to distract him with rather than 
So that was the only, you know, that's the only option. Whereas, yeah, I feel like with Ginny or Gwyn, you have the opportunity for somebody mm. who can talk some, essentially talk some sense into him. Be a bit grandmotherly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is like, that's what Cam needs because he hasn't had that. That's it. Mm. You know, that role modelling is really important. Yeah, it was really great to see it play out like that. And it felt very true to all of the characters yeah. to act in those ways. And it is a mark of how in character you get Chris, that like when I give you those hard choices, you're like, like success. <laughs> like, the struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. This is, a, this is not a visual medium, but no. you can really see him struggling. <laughs> it was not good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I only told Cameron that that was the goal, I literally didn't know what to say. I was like, yeah. Mother. <laughs> yeah. That was excellent as well because I think. The expectation would be that there was some big, bigger, more—I don't know—but it, that it was just there. Yeah, yeah, it was just there the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't, I didn't see that coming no. at yeah. all. And I think it works well because the in you can see a world where Cam's like that can't be the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's tatty and rubbish, mm. and it's annoying that it's not some kind of like so in my head bigger presence. When Ernie shot it, mm-hmm. I did actually think, hmm, that ghoul didn't die. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> Oh, Matthew. <laughs> I, was, I was sort of already sort of thinking, yeah, I haven't turned up a puff of smoke. <laughs> In, so it didn't name itself on air, but I'm I'm referring to it as The Stranger. Oh, Ooh, nice. Mm. Because it, it sort of plays on that anonymity and that it can kind of morph itself to be whatever mm. it needs to be to be oh. frightening. Ugh. It sort of rep- represents that, like... In the same way that all ghouls represent uh, uh, an irrational fear, mm-hmm. it represents the irrational fear of stranger danger. Almost. Right, right, right. It was born. We decided in the backstage episode it was born from a childhood fear of um, of cams. Yeah. yeah, and so it has it has taken that as its personality. It is it is stranger danger yeah. personified. So yeah. why the tatty clothes? Because it's not just smoke and shadow, it's got bits of rock chippings cool? in it that keep destroying its wrappings. Right. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. So it needs extra layers to stay intact. Mm. Otherwise it's sort of... Yeah. So it's more physical than... It's got bits of rock in it. Mm. Stupid rock. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't a magic rock at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And it called you father. Yeah, it did. I don't, I don't see myself as its father figure. But it, 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 uh, you did sort of create it. Well, <laughs> not not by choice. <laughs> no, no that I, is true. And I'm sure it's it's half and half that it kind of sees itself that way, and also it knows that that is a it's way to push me, Cameron's buttons. Oh, to totally, like, yeah. Don't kill your family. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, Cameron's buttons are so on the surface. Oh, no, yeah. So pushable. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It was a really, it was really great to see the character play out play out like that it was fantastic it was cool and you know maybe it's a little cheap the way it got taken away but uh we couldn't have it just be taken out in the epilogue no absolutely (laughs) i did quite like saying to the elf man shut the fuck up (laughs) no time for you do not test me (laughs) beautiful beautiful moment you kind of know where it is now yeah right yeah Mm -hmm. i had to get into Fairyland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Luckily, I'm not a fairy. fairy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see in like a future mystery if it's got nothing to do with the ghoul, if Cam is 
involved he's still like i'm really just pursuing this avenue yeah, because maybe. i know where it is and i need to get to it so it's difficult to get him to engage with anything else you're going to be taking people on a trip to ferry aren't you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so. guys <laughs> On a really nice place. The food's great, but hey. don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> Not if Gwyn can talk you out of it. True. She's, yeah, well, you know, it's up to her to persuade the old idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Young idiot. Young idiot. This is what we like, is leaving leaving lots of juicy things that can be picked up in future productions. Mm-hmm. Great. Let's call it there, shall we? Yeah, yeah thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, thanks man. Thanks, man. everyone. Thank you from backstage uh, for this production and we'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye. Been Vigil, a main house production from Merely Role Players. It stars Helen Stratton as Melody, Chris Starkey as Cameron Jarvis, Vicky as Renko, and Strat as Briar. Sound design for this production is by Helen Stratton, and the theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst. I'm Matt Boothman, and I play the supporting cast, as well as editing and producing the episode. We were playing Monster of the Week, a role-playing game by Michael Sands, published by Evil Hat Productions. You can find Monster of the Week at genericgames.co.nz. Merely Roleplayers is a foggy outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on. <laughs>